the title of my message today is battles are to win battles are to win and the battle has already been won right and this is how we win our battles by praising and by worshiping you know you don't worry and win your battle we cannot be we cannot be worrying why am i carrying so much burden what is happening you know the more you worry about things the battles are not going to be won right so you need to understand that i am going to see every battles every battles every battles it is finished in the name of jesus battles are to win not to lose it is not to lose you're not going to lose it luke chapter 22 verse 39 to 46 i will just read this verse then accompanied by the disciples jesus left the upstairs room and went as usual to the mount of olives there he told them pray that you will not give in to temptation he walked away about a stone's throw and knelt down and prayed father if you are willing please take this cup of suffering away from me yet i want your will to be done not mine then an angel from heaven appeared and strengthened him he prayed more fervently and he was in such agony of spirit that his sweat fell to the ground like great drops of blood at last he stood up again and returned to the disciples only to find them asleep exhausted from grief why are you sleeping he asked them get up and pray so that you will not give in to temptation get up and pray this is the greatest battle that jesus christ was going through this was his greatest battle the last battle he was at the garden of gethsemane and he was there he was there just wanted to go and pray it was his greatest battle that he was going through he was there and he was saying that pray that you will not give in to temptation he, and he walked away and he's asking his father his his father if you are willing please take this cup away from me he's coming to the presence of god and this is his greatest battle he's going through this battle and he is coming to the presence and telling god if it is your will let me die now I don't want to go through this battle. I don't want to go through this cross. I know the pain that I have to go through. I know the suffering that I have to go through. I know the pain of separation between me and my father. If there is any other way, can you take away this cup from me? And his prayer was not answered. He said, "Yet it is not my will." I know that I'm going through so much of battles. I know that I'm going through so much of pain. I know that I'm going through so much of hurt in my life. Many of us want to end our battle in a wrong way. 
We want to end our relationship. We want to end, end the battles in any way that we want to. But Jesus is telling, yet I give myself. I, it is not my will. It is your will. It is not my will. It is your will. And what happened? The angel from heaven appeared and strengthened him. When you submit to his will, you will be strengthened to overcome every battles. Angel appeared and strengthened him. He prayed more fervently. I know the pain. I'm asking you to take this cup away. But God is not taking his life. He's sending angel to strengthen. And he knows that is my father's will. And what I need to do, I need to pray more fervently. I need to pray more. I need to pray more. You know, this is how I win my battles. You need to know the presence of God surrounds you every minute, every moment of your life. You must know the presence of God is so important to your life. If the presence of God is withdrawn, it is not there, it is hell. The only place where the presence of God is not is hell. And we do not want to go through hell because God has promised us that I will never leave you nor forsake you. In Old Testament, many times when people sinned, when people did not please God, you know what? God withdrew from them. And the moment when God withdrew from them, these Israelites went into battles. When the presence of God was not there, they went into battles. They lost their battles. Many times they were slaves for 430 years in Egypt. They were 14 years slaves, 7 years slaves. So many times they go into slaves because they do not value the presence of God. Every time the presence of God was withdrawn, they went into battles and they lost it. But today, we are surrounded by the presence of God where He will never leave us. So in this condition, how are we going to win our battles? It is how you are going to say, God, it doesn't matter what I go through. God, it doesn't matter how much pain, how much burden I'm carrying on my shoulder. It is too heavy for me to carry. It is too burdensome for me to carry. It is too painful for me to move forward. I am not able to move. But as the presence of God surrounds you, He says every battles that comes your way you are going to overcome and you are going to win the battle nothing can stop you see many times battles causes damage you know you fight and you are exhausted after the damage you're exhausted after the battle here Jesus was praying he's kneeling down and he's praying, take this cup away from me. I'm not, I do not want to go through this. But what happens? God sends an angel to strengthen him. God sends an angel to comfort him. Angel appeared and he was strengthened. And how is he fighting his battle? He goes and prays more fervently. 
Not that he strengthened and he says, okay, now I can go and do whatever I want to do. No. When he was strengthened, he moved to a place. Okay, I, I was praying, you know, this is what I want to do. But God, it is not my will. It is not my will. It is your will. And God sends an angel to strengthen him and he moves and prays more fervently. His presence is given to us. The Spirit of God is given to us so that every time that we will be connected with Him, every time we move with Him, every time we walk with Him, every time whatever we do, we do it with Him. If it is without Him, we lose our battle. This is how we win our battles. King David was known for, 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 for being an adulterer, for being a murderer. But in everything what he did, he always ran after the presence of God. He always, he was so much in love with the presence of God. He knew that he has sinned. He knew that he has murdered. He knew that he did something that is not pleasing to God. But yet he comes to the presence and says, God take not thy presence away from me because without your presence I cannot overcome without your presence I cannot live I need to win every battle I know I failed in this battle I know I failed very badly in this battle but I need your presence that was King David take not your presence from me he understood the importance of having the presence of God. He understood it so clearly. David was guarding the sheep. Do you think there's only one shepherd, David? There was a lot of shepherds. There would, there would have been a lot of shepherds. Everybody would have brought their sheep and they would have been talking. Hey, come, let our sheep go and graze there. But let us have fun here. Let us play some cards. Let us do this. Let us do that. You know, they, will, they had their own battles. These shepherds, they might have had their battles. They might have killed the mosquitoes around the, the sheep. They might have chased the flies uh, uh, around the place they might be doing something to take away the stinkiness from that place but David was fighting lions and bears at that place you know why he was not like everyone else he was not like the other shepherds who were there every time when he gets some free time or when, when, the, when the sheep was there he just goes God you are my shepherd the Lord is my shepherd. You know, in everything, David looked at God. Can you, can you understand what it is to be in his presence, to love his presence? You know, he, he's just looking at the sheep. He's looking at the shepherd and he's creating a love song to, G, love song to God saying, God, you are my shepherd. I shall not want. And you, you lead me to green pastures you see how he connects everything everything in his life that was his job that was all that he need to do is go and be a shepherd but even in that he was so enjoying that and he can relate that to his god to his father to his to that intimate presence and he creates psalm 23 out of that Today, how many of us looking at our job and, and, and just hate it? He's just guarding his sheep. 
that was David and in that place his battles were bigger when compared to other shepherds when a lion came he overcome that that lion when bears came he overcome that it was nothing for him he kept praising god he kept worshiping god you know greater the anointing greater your victory greater the anointing you god has placed such a great value treasure inside of you so it doesn't matter you're facing a lion it is finished it doesn't matter you're facing a bear you have won the battle and the next place you go is to meet a giant and david didn't even think that he will whether he will be able to win that giant or not he was so confident because he knows that the presence of god comes with me the key is everyone has battles in your life everyone even the worldly people you you talk to the people in the world they have battles we also have battles but the difference is we win our battles how we praise god and we win our battles hallelujah hallelujah that is how we win our battles david had battles all his life all his life every time he went but the key for your battles to win number 1 second samuel chapter 3 verse 1 Second Samuel chapter 3 verse 1 that was the beginning of a long war your battles are over for this season when you move into your next season there might be a long war there might be a battle between those who were loyal to Saul and those loyal to David but as time passed as time passed say as time passed What happened to David? David became stronger and stronger while Saul's dynasty became weaker and weaker. How can David's David's David can become stronger and stronger? It says David became stronger and stronger and Saul's dynasty became why they didn't say Saul when it came to David you know you are the one who's standing in front of your your family your house your your church you know you you say that God it is me I take up the responsibility to grow stronger and stronger and stronger in the Lord it is you who grew stronger and stronger in the lord that is what david did he won all his battles how because the bible tells us he grew stronger and stronger and stronger and the enemy was becoming weaker and weaker today are you becoming stronger and stronger in your battles every battle Listen carefully every battle every small battles you start to win you start to win you might be thinking my i am not fighting big goliaths you know i am not fighting lions i am not fighting bears i'm just fighting dogs and cats but it is okay every 
every battle you fight it is making you stronger every battle the next step you fight it is making you stronger every battle in the next step you are fighting it is making you stronger the more you are getting stronger and stronger and stronger you are moving forward and forward nothing can stop you in what god has for you get stronger and stronger enemy will come after your family enemy will come after your children enemy will come after your health enemy will come after your job your money everything but the difference between the world and the child of god is i don't care whatever comes after me i'm going to worship god i'm going to praise god and i'm going to see every enemy defeated in my life you have to see every enemy defeated in your life can you do you understand what i'm telling you know you have to be serious in this you need to see every enemy that the one who conquered the world lives in me the one who conquered the world lives in me how can i be defeated how are we walking we need to know who lives in me what is the power that i have when i move god moves with me when i speak god speaks with me when i think he thinks through me when i see he sees through me that is how we function we are not separate from god and us it is we are one with god because he dwells in you so every time when you see a battle how are you going to receive the one who conquered the world lives in me and i am able to conquer this battle that is how we need to overcome every single battle you face you will have victory because you are an overcomer you are winners say winners i'm a winner amen david had battles all his life you know you can see that david lost his child they people betrayed him his own son fought him his wives and children were kidnapped what more can a man have what more can a man go through but in still in spite of all these battles when he lost his child when people betrayed him when 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 his own son fought him when his children and his wife were taken away you know what david still came and he just spent time in the presence of god and he got back everything you understand how it works you know it doesn't work when you are worrying and the more you worry the more you're going to see the problems overtaking you the more you worry the problem will drown you how many times we tell people please please as children of god you cannot worry because that is the 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 main point key for the enemy the moment the enemy sees you worrying that's it he will drown you in that problem we have to stand above our problems amen we have to stand above our problems The greatest joy is when you walk in victory and in his presence. Hallelujah. 1 Samuel chapter 30 verse 8. Then David asked the Lord, should I choose uh, sorry, should I chase after this band of raiders when when they came and took his wives and children? Did David panic? Did David worry? 
David didn't say anything. What did David do? He said, I choose, I, should I chase after this band of raiders? Will I catch them? What if, if God says, you will not? You see the confidence that David had. You know, every time, every problem that I face, the moment I come into the presence of God, I know the battles is already won. You know, he knows, he knows the moment I go into the presence of God. When I ask him, what should I do? You know, it is, it's just formality. Say, God, is it okay that I go? Deep inside, he knows that will be the answer. Will I able to catch them? Deep inside, he knows his God best. So why take a risk without going into the presence? You go and fight your battles. You are not going to win. And he said, God, Lord told him, yes, go after them. You will surely recover everything that was taken from you. David's wives, children, everything was taken away. When he came back, it was empty. They were kidnapped. But here David goes into the presence quiet, not worrying, not saying anything. He did not panic. He was not nervous. He didn't think about anything. He just go into the presence of God. He said, God, shall I chase them? Will I be able to catch them? And the Lord said, yes, go. Up. You will surely say surely. Surely recover everything that God was taken from you. You will get everything that was taken from you. But can you wait in the presence of God? Don't fight your battles with your own strength. I fought the lions. I fought the bears. So I know how to win my battles. Now I don't need the counsel of the Lord. I don't need God to tell me what should I do. I know everything. No, every time, say every time. Every time, every time, you know, you don't get used to your battles. Ah, I fought that, I fought greater battles. What is this? No, every time it might be small, it might be big, it might be whatever battles you are facing. Every time, go to the presence of God. Get the counsel of God. Get the strength from Him. Don't fight your battles with your own strength. Don't fight your battles with your own strength. Battles are to win. But how are you going to win your battles? Go to the presence of God and ask Him. And He will tell, surely you will win this battle. You know, don't doubt. You know, many times we doubt. Should I ask God? You know, no, no, no. God is a good God. He will come back to you. Surely you will win this battle. Get your strength from Him. The next thing when you see a battle, 1 Thessalonians chapter 15 verse 17 and 18 Never stop praying People will question you how to pray every 24 hours how to pray like that We can just pray for 1 hour 2 hours I can pray maximum But here it says never stop praying It is from the Bible pray without ceasing So which means every step everything everything you need to be so connected with god 
thing that you do. It, it is that, 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 the thing that inside, I know He lives in me. I know He walks in me. I know He, he is the one who gives me this thought. You know, keep, keep praying. I don't want to do anything else. Pray without ceasing. And then it says, you want to win your battles, give thanks in everything. God, I'm going through this battle. I thank you, Lord. I thank you because this battle is already won. I thank you that I'm going to recover everything. I thank you. Now it looks like I'm surrounded by enemies. But the real thing is, the, the truth is, I am surrounded by the presence of God. That anything that wants to come and touch me, it has to pass through the presence of God first. You need to see that. Oh, I'm going to stand behind the presence. I'm going to laugh at my enemies. I'm going to give thanks. I don't care. You know, inside I might be afraid of. You know, I don't worry about anything. But I'm going to be giving thanks. He's a wonderful God. He's a God who loves you so much. Understand what I'm telling. So when you, when you, you, you are there, you know you are giving thanks in everything. You are giving thanks in your, in your work, in your business, in your job, in everything. You, whatever you are going through, you are just giving thanks. Try giving thanks for that little that you have. When Jesus took that five loaves of bread and two fish, it was not enough for that five thousand people. It is not logic to get, get these five loaves. But what he did do? He did not complain. Hey, what are you thinking? There's 5,000 people and you're giving me five loaves. No, he did not say anything. What he did is he just lifted it up and said, Thank you. With that little that you have, give thanks and it will be multiplied. It will be multiplied. You know, we are special. Children of God are special. But why we are not walking as a special children? Because we do not know the power we have. All you need to do is, I, I lack, I, it is not enough. But take it and give thanks. It will be multiplied. That is the law of the kingdom of God. Instead of complaining, instead of murmuring, no. Give thanks. The next step to overcome your battles, to battles are to win. You should not have any idols. Exodus chapter 34 verse 14. You must worship no other gods for the Lord whose very name is jealous. Is a God who is jealous about his relationship with you. He doesn't want anyone to come between you and God. He's a jealous God. Nobody can come between you and God. You want to win your battles. You need to know that God, there will not be anyone between you and me. Not my husband, not my wife, not my children, not my job, not my business, nothing. You know what? Many times the enemy knows your trigger point. Listen carefully. If you have your idol, you know, my husband is my idol, my wife is my idol, you know, my children are my idols. The enemy knows your trigger point. If that is your idol, the moment you touch the trigger, 
and he will come to touch the trigger how are you going to handle it i used to think this shunamite woman where when when she did not have children and god blessed her with a child the child would have become an an idol for her you know she would have forgotten the blessing that she got from god she would have forgotten the 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 miracle that she would have gotten from god you know many times enemy comes and touch that place where we hold on so much we should come before god and say god all that i have is yours nothing can come between you and me he is a jealous god make a decision that i will not let the enemy attack anything that belongs to me you know you 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 don't you don't have to hold on to it tell god my children are yours lord their future is in your hands you know the enemy will always be happy to snatch that away from you and to see you crying he said no i'm going to give it to god nothing is going to come between me and god can you make the decision right now nothing it cannot be your work it cannot be your money it cannot be your 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 family nothing it has to be you know when you hear this You, you you might think it's easy or i don't know it's difficult but you really have to sit down in the presence of god god is there anything that is coming between me and you that is why he says pray so that you will not fall into temptation the more i look to something else the more i look to my work as my my idol the more my expectation is from my job the more my expectation is from my spouse you know the more your expectation is that there is going to be failure in that place take your eyes off and fix your eyes on jesus many times family can be idol children can be idol job can be idol your health can be your idol you know what enemy comes to attack it enemy wants you to fight god because it is so close to you tell the enemy hey look i don't have anything everything is my god nothing between me and my god you need to know that the enemy wants you to fight god the enemy wants you to question god why you allowed this to happen in my life because you are so holding on to it it became an idol so when when something happens to it the enemy comes and they look look at your god you say that your god is good you say that your god is love but look at the loving god what he did this is what the enemy wants you to do but before that today make a decision that nothing will come before me and my god when you're always connected you will not care about anything you don't care when people betray you you don't care when people speak against you you don't care when people laugh at you you don't care when people throw stones at you you know every stones they throw at you step on it step on it and go higher and higher and higher and say that hey look these are the stones that you throw at me and i am stepping on it and i'm going higher Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know what? You look at the people who are throwing stones at you and look at them and say, "Hey, you are the reason that my God is lifting me up." Hallelujah. 
Amen. You understand? Look at the enemy. Look at the, at the things that is coming against you and say and love and be happy. Praise Him and say, God, these are the people that I'm being lifted up now. So do you want to be angry with them? Do you want to hold bitterness against them? Do you want to hold unforgiveness against them? No. Because of them, God is lifting you up. Many times problems can make you bitter or better. So which one do you prefer? Better. But many of us have bitterness. You need to know that you are praying and you are standing strong. But if you are sleeping, you are failing. Don't blame others for your battles. It's easy to blame. Oh, my pastor, because of my pastor, I'm in this battle. Oh, because of my, my boss, I'm in this battle. Because of my husband, it's easy to blame. But when you see a battle, this is how I win my battle. I'm going to praise. I don't care how my battle, how am I in this battle? You know, don't give excuses to run away from God. Instead, every time you see a battle, go near to God. When Jesus was in his greatest battle, he prayed more fervently. When battle comes, you decide that I will go nearer to God. Listen carefully, when battles come, you make a decision. It doesn't matter how I feel, but I will go nearer to God. You see, in Luke chapter 21, verse 36 to 37, keep alert at all times and pray that you might be strong. Say strong. Why you need to pray? So that you can be strong in your battles. Pray that you can be strong enough to escape these coming horrors and stand before the Son of Man. Every day Jesus went to the temple to teach and each morning he returned to spend the night on the Mount of Olives. If Jesus has to do that, how much more you and me have to do it? You know, it says that Luke chapter 22, verse 45, just now we, we read, they slept because they were sorrowful. It says that they slept, uh, they were, they only to find them asleep, exhausted from grief. Exhausted. They were so tired. But God is telling, I know you are exhausted with sorrow, but today, can you get up and pray a little more? I know you, are, you have so much of burdens. But can you get up and pray a little longer? I want to have that relationship with you. Psalms 32, 8, it says, When you come to me, I will guide you along the best pathway. I will advise you and watch over you. You go to him. 